Hi everyone, and welcome back to Storytime with me, Sammy. Now, because it's Saturday, we're going to have a longer story. This one is called The Golden Bird, and it's about three brothers who have to go on a journey to find the golden bird for the king. And on their way, they meet a friendly fox who gives all three of them advice. But do they listen? We will have to listen to find out. Shall we begin? The Golden Bird, written by the Brothers Grimm, but edited by me, Sammy. A certain king had a beautiful garden, and in the garden stood a tree, which bore golden apples. These apples were always counted, and around the time that they began to grow ripe, it was found that at every night, one was missing. The king became very angry at this and ordered the gardener to keep watch all night under the tree. The gardener set his eldest son to watch, but around midnight he fell asleep, and in the morning another of the apples was missing. Then the second son was ordered to watch, and at midnight he too fell asleep, and in the morning another apple was gone. The youngest son offered to help keep watch, but the gardener would not let him for fear some harm may come to him. However, at last he consented, and the young man laid himself under the tree to watch. As the clock struck midnight, he heard a rustling noise in the air. The bird came flying, and it was made of pure gold, and as it snapped at one of the apples with its beak, the gardener's son jumped up and shot an arrow at it. But the arrow did the bird no harm, only it dropped a golden feather from its tail as it flew away. The golden feather was brought to the king in the morning, and all of the council was called together. Everyone agreed that a single golden feather was worth more than all of the wealth of the kingdom. But the king said, One feather is of no use to me. I must have the whole bird. The next morning, the gardener's eldest son set out, and he thought he would find the golden bird very easily. And when he had gone but a little way, he came to a wood, and by the side of the wood he saw a fox sitting. So he took out his bow and made ready to shoot at it, but suddenly the fox spoke. Do not shoot me, for I will give you good counsel. I know what your business is and that you want to find the golden bird. Follow this path, and you will reach a village in the evening, and when you get there, you will see two inns opposite each other, one of which is very pleasant and beautiful to look at. Do not go in there, but rest for the night in the other. Though it may appear to you to be very poor and run down, but the son thought to himself, what can such a beast know about this manner? So he shot his arrow at the fox, but he missed, and he set up his tail upon his back and ran into the wood. The oldest son went on his way, following the path, and in the evening he came to the village where the two inns were. One inn looked stunning. Inside there were people singing and dancing and feasting, but the other looked very dirty and run down. I should be very silly, said he, 
if I went into that shabby house and left this charming place. So he went into the smart house and ate and drank at ease, but in no time at all, he forgot all about the bird and his country too. Time passed on and the eldest son did not come back and no tidings were heard of him. So the second son set out and the same thing happened to him. The second son also met the fox who gave him the same good advice. But when he came to the two inns, his eldest brother was standing at the window where the merrymaking was and called to him to come inside. And he could not withstand the temptation, but went in and forgot all about the golden bird and his country, just as his brother had done before him. Time passed on, and the youngest son too wished to set out into the wide world and seek the golden bird, but his father would not listen to it for a long while. He was very fond of his youngest son, and was afraid that some ill luck may happen to him also, and prevent him from coming back. However, at last it was agreed that he should go, for he could not rest at home, and as he came to the wood, he too met the fox, and heard the same good counsel as his brothers. But unlike his brothers, he was thankful to the fox, and did not attempt to fire his arrows as his brothers had done. So the fox said, Sit upon my tail, and you will travel faster. So he sat down, and the fox began to run, and away they went over stock and stone, so quick that their hair whistled in the wind. When they came to the village, the son followed the fox's counsel, and without looking about him, he went into the shabby inn, and rested there all night at his ease. Then, in the morning, the fox came again, and met him as he was beginning his journey, and told the young man, Go straight forward, and you will come to a castle, before which will lie a troop of soldiers, fast asleep and snoring. Take no notice of them, but go into the castle, and pass on and on until you come to a room where the golden bird sits in a wooden cage. Close by it stands a beautiful golden cage, but do not try to take the bird out of the shabby cage and into the handsome one, otherwise you will regret it. Then the fox stretched out his tail again, and the young man sat down, and away they went over stock and stone until their hair whistled in the wind again. Before the castle gate, all was as the fox had said, so the sun went in and found the chamber where the golden bird hung in a wooden cage. And below that stood the golden cage, and the three golden apples, which had been snatched by the bird, were lying close beside it. He thought to himself, this would be a very droll thing to bring away such a fine bird in such a shabby cage. So he opened the door and took hold of it and put it into the golden cage. But the bird set up such a loud scream, all the soldiers awoke, and they took him prisoner and carried him before the king. The next morning, the court sat to judge him, and when all was heard, he was sentenced to die, unless he could bring the king the golden horse, which could run as swiftly as the wind, and if he did this, he was to have the golden bird for himself. So, he set out once more on his journey, sighing and in great despair, when all of a sudden, his fox friend met him and said, you see now what has happened on account of you not listening to my counsel. 
I will still, however, tell you how to find the golden horse, if you will do as I tell you. You must go straight on until you come to the castle where the horse stands in his stall. By his side will lie the groom, fast asleep and snoring. Take away the horse quietly, but be sure to put the old leather saddle on him instead of the golden one that is close by it. Then the sun sat down on the fox's tail, and away they went over stock and stone until the wind whistled through their hair once again. All went right, and the horse groomer lay snoring with his hand upon the golden saddle. But as the boy looked upon the horse, he thought it a great pity to put the leather saddle upon it. I will give him the good one, said he. I am sure he deserves it. As he took upon the golden saddle, the groomer awoke and cried out so loud that all of the guards ran in and took the young man prisoner. And in the morning he was again brought before the court to be judged and was sentenced to die. But it was agreed that if he could bring hither the beautiful princess, he could live and have the bird and the horse for his own. Then he went away very sorrowful, but the old fox came again and said, Why did you not listen to me? If you had, you would have carried away both the bird and the horse. Yet I will once more give you counsel. Go straight on, and in the evening you will arrive at a castle. At twelve o'clock exactly, the princess goes to the bathing house. Go up to her, give her your hand, and she will let you lead her away. But take care. Do not allow her to go and tell her mother and father. Then the fox stretched out his tail, and so away they went over stock and stone until their hair whistled through the wind again. Then they came to the castle, and all was as the fox had said. At twelve o'clock, the young man met the princess going to the bathing house, gave her his hand, and she agreed to run away with him. But she begged with many tears that he would let her say goodbye to her mother and father. At first, the young man refused as he was told, but she cried more and more until at last he consented. But the moment she came to her father's house, the guards awoke and he was taken prisoner yet again. And then he was brought before the king, and the king said, You will never have my daughter, unless in eight days you dig away the mountain that stops my view from the window. Now, this mountain was so big that the whole world could not take it away. He worked hard, digging and digging for seven whole days and nights, barely making a dent. This is when the fox came and said, Lie down and go to sleep. I will do the work for you. And in the morning, when he awoke, the hill was gone. So he went merrily to the king and told him now that it was removed, he must allow the princess to leave with him. The king was obliged to keep his word, and away went the young man with the princess. As they left the castle, the fox appeared and said to him, We will have all three, the princess, the horse, and the bird. Ah, said the young man, that would be a great thing, but how can we manage it? If only you will listen, said the fox, it can be done. When you come to the king and he asks for the beautiful princess, you must say, here she is. Then he will be very joyful and you will mount the golden horse that they are to give you, 
put out your hand to take leave of them, but shake hands with the princess last. Then lift her quickly onto the horse behind you, clap your spurs into his sides and gallop away as fast as you can. All went right. Then the fox said, when you come to the next castle where the bird is, I will stay with the princess at the door. You will ride in and speak to the king. And when he sees that it is the right horse, he will bring out the bird. But you must sit still. Then you must say that you want to look at it and see whether it is the true golden bird. And when you get it into your hands, ride away. This too happened exactly as the fox said. They grabbed the bird, the princess mounted again, and they rode off together to a great wood. Then the fox came and said, Please, kind sir, I have helped you. Will you please help me? Please cut off my head and feet. But the young man refused to do it. So the fox said, I will at any rate give you good counsel. Beware of two things. Ransom no man from the gallow, and sit down by the side of no river. Then away he went. Well, thought the young man, it is no hard matter to keep that advice. He rode on with the princess, till at last he came to the village where he had left his two brothers. And there he heard great noise and uproar. And when he asked what was the matter, the people said, Two men are to be hanged. As he came nearer, he saw that the two men were his brothers, who had turned into thieves. So he said, Can they not in any way be saved? But the people said, No, unless he would bestow all of his money upon the rascals and buy their freedom. Then he did not stop to think of the matter, but paid exactly what was asked, and his brothers were given up and went on with them towards their home. As they came to the wood where the fox first met them, it was so cool and pleasant that the two brothers said, Let us sit down by the side of the river and rest a while and eat and drink. So he said yes, and forgot the fox's counsel. They sat down at the side of the river, and while he suspected nothing, his brothers came behind him and threw him down the bank. They took the princess, the horse, and the bird, and went home to the king and said, all this we have won by our labour. Then there was great rejoicing made, but the horse would not eat, the bird would not sing, and the princess would not stop crying. The youngest son fell to the bottom of the river's bed. Luckily, it was very nearly dry, but his bones were almost broken, and the bank was so steep he could find no way to get out. Then the old fox came once more, and scolded him for not following his advice, because otherwise no evil would have befallen him. Yet, said the fox, I cannot leave you here, so grab hold of my tail and hold on tight. Then he pulled him up out of the river and said to him as they got upon the bank, Your brothers have set watch to kill you and you set foot in the kingdom. So the youngest son dressed himself as a poor man and came secretly to the king's court and scarcely he was within the doors when the horse began to eat and the bird began to sing and finally the princess stopped weeping then he went to the king and told him all of his brother's betrayals for which they were seized and punished then his loving princess was returned to his side 
and after the king's death, he would be heir to the kingdom, for the king had no sons of his own, and he had done so much for him. A long while after, he went to walk one day in the wood, and the old fox met him, and he besought him, with tears in his eyes, to please, please help him. He begged him to cut off his heads and feet, and at last, the young man did so, and in a moment, the fox was changed into a man, who turned out to be the brother of the princess, who had been lost a great many years due to a witch's curse. The end. I know that story was a little bit scary, but wasn't it such a lovely ending? Not only did the youngest son become heir to the kingdom, he got reunited with his beloved princess and the fox's curse was broken and he got turned back into a prince. I think that's the happiest ending I could have imagined for that story. What do you think? Why don't you tell me in the comments below? And please remember to like, share and subscribe for more story times with Sammy! Bye guys!